I was saying yesterday that I um, decided to take a two and a half year old prime rib roast. I know it's disgusting, but it was frozen for two and a half years. Listen, my social life wasn't as robust as I wanted it to be in the past. So it had just been waiting uh, for the opportune moment. And then I was like, oh, no, it's a year old. Oh, no, it's a year and a half. Oh, no, no, it's two years old. Oh, no, what am I doing with this thing? And yesterday I finally pulled it out of the freezer defrosted it and turned it into a a wicked yummy stew a lot of people doing what i am doing however a lot of people also at home thinking i'm not that great at cooking and i'm running out of inspirational ideas so nick chan ying joins us right now he's former co-owner of smoke signals in toronto uh nick welcome to the program good to have you on thanks for having me would you have, because you're, uh, you know, a former co-owner of a restaurant, would you have taken a two-and-a-half-year-old, frozen for two-and-a-half years, uh, prime rib roast and turned it into a stew? Uh, totally. I mean, I think okay. there's one thing that most cooks do is they'll eat anything. Would <laughs> I serve it to guests? Probably yep. not. Uh, but I would eat anything. I'll take stuff that's freezer burnt and and make it into something i i think i think i speak uh, for the majority of cooks and chefs when we when i say we don't like wasting any food well that was my new year's resolution this year and it was really a uh, pandemic aside it was the perfect time because now we're not wasting anything do not waste food was the new year's resolution you have launched uh, three days ago you launched this really cool uh, open source. Um, it, it's an evolving cookbook online. Tell me about it and what inspired it. Yeah, I mean, you know, the the truncated story is that um, uh, about three days before or three days after uh, the federal government announced um, restrictions on non-essential travel, uh, a friend of mine, a chef friend of mine, were supposed to travel to Asia and just basically go on an award tour, just eating everything. Um, and once we got locked down, it's like I, I kind of realized how much I missed um, sharing food, but just experiencing different foods. So I started off with just compiling my recipes um, in hopes that I could just share it with like a small group of friends and then also had them put their recipes in there. Um, and then it quickly blossomed into this like idea where I was just like, well, what about people who don't cook? Or what about people who are maybe not so imaginative or creative in the kitchen? Like, what are they doing right now? You know, and um, I thought that's where it, maybe it could help the greater good and reached out to a couple of chef friends, a couple of restaurateurs, a couple of very accomplished home cooks. Um, and uh put it all in one document and then just put it out there. And I, full disclosure, was not anticipating this kind of response. Yeah, what has the response, when you say this kind of response, what's it been like? And can you, I know that it's a PDF and it's a web form, but can you follow the traffic that's going onto the website to to get uh, recipes from local chefs in the city? I can't really follow traffic. I mean, I'm quite sure you can. I'm, I'm not as yeah. tech savvy enough to, to extrapolate that data, but just the response uh, via email, via Instagram, um, it's overwhelming to say the least. Um, this was just something. What recipe is getting the most response right now? Do you know what? To be honest, I don't know. No one has really, um, no one's really disclosed what they've been working on. Um, ah. or what they've tried yet. So um, 
I really don't know, which is kind of cool because I think like all the recipes in there are, um, they're pretty cool. Some are, are more accessible than others, but, um, yeah, that actually makes me wonder like, you know, which one is getting the most traction. Is it hard to convince chefs, hey, uh, share your secret recipe for, you know, uh, I don't know, your sourdough? Or, you know, is it is it difficult to convince them? Or were they like, yeah, you know what? Hey, knock yourself out. Because, you know, cooking, it it is, uh, you know, you follow recipes. But it, all, a lot of it is feel. It's not like baking. I mean, I, I would say, you know, there's a small percentage of cooks out there and chefs out there that hold recipes. Uh, close to their chest. I mean, I do. There's recipes that I have that will never see the light of day. Um, what am I not getting privy forward. to? What, what do you What do you keep oh, no, no, close no, to your no, chest? No. There's some There's some stuff that uh, me and uh, another chef in the book, Jesse Fader, we've been having side conversations. Uh, we have a little side project of just working on certain uh, food ideas, and those food ideas are sworn to secrecy. So, I mean. We're you not know, even those, allowed to be privy into, like, is it, like, with a meat product? Is it, like, a – is it a prime rib stew? It is not a prime rib stew. Uh, I'll, I will say this. It's what we call code cracking. Um, we are doing the culinary version of cracking codes. So um, it's it's highly top secret. Like, we, we, we <laughs> joke that if, if it gets leaked um, – yeah. Yeah, we're going to get Jason Bourne after you. So uh, Listen, so. I, I already have enough uh, high anxiety just dealing with the pandemic, so I'm not going to mess with your recipes and your code cracking. Give us an idea of some of the recipes, because a bit there's a, there's 100 pages on this online cookbook of some of the recipes that have been offered and by who. Yeah, so, um, I mean, there's been a couple of pizza recipes, one by uh, Jesse Fader, um, who is the co-owner of Superpoint Pizza, um, favorite Paris Paris, um, another pizza recipe by my friend uh, Dennis Chow, who owns Werewolf Pizza. Um, Craig Wong from Patswa has a recipe there for uh, grilled shrimp skewers. Mm. Um, there is uh, a pozole, a vegetarian pozole verde from uh, Graham Pratt, who used to own the the Gabardine. Um, there's there's so many. There's pasta recipes from Enoteca Sociale, which for me was just like, oh my god, thank you, because I love Enoteca. yeah, I love going there, yeah. and uh, just to have one of Kyle's uh, recipes was amazing. Um, and there's a lot more coming in. Um, there, I, yeah. I just needed to take a break and I was like, all right, first edition out and then take a little break and then we'll get the second edition, uh, going soon. So there are recipes from, uh, chefs, line cooks, home cooks, mothers, fathers, nonas, papos, everybody, uh, is allowed to contribute to this cookbook. So it's going to continue to grow and grow and grow. Um, how do you vet or do you just let anybody put their recipe on? Cause I got one for a two and a half year old frozen prime rib stew. <laughs> I don't know if that's going to make the cut, uh, <laughs> but I am know, still it, alive here. It's all good. <laughs> that's, that's the bar is just as long as you don't die from like tuberculosis. It's, it's all good. <laughs> um, I don't think I'd get tuberculosis from my primer. Maybe, you know, something else, but, <laughs> um, I, you know, at first I wasn't going to vet, 
Um, I was just going to leave it open and then let people put whatever they want. Um, as, as I published it and the floodgates open, I realized there had to be some parameters and some controls. You know, there's people are submitting recipes that are obviously they're just trolls. Um, uh, some people are submitting recipes that like are just ripped off of the internet uh, from someone else. Um, so, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to infringe on anyone's sort of, uh, intellectual property in that respect. So, um, I think I'm going to, I think the best thing I can say is this, I'm just going to use my gut instinct, you know, read them. Does it feel good? No, they don't have to be professional. Um, there's a recipe for just straight up, uh, good old fashioned home cooked chicken soup. I think mm. that's deserving to go in there. Um, it's good for so the soul right now as well. For, yeah, let, exactly. let me just ask you very quickly, because we've got like uh, under 20 seconds left. How do we access this online cookbook? Because there's a lot of people thinking, holy moly, I need to shake it up. Yeah, so uh, there's a website. It's uh, opensourcecookbook.cargo.site. Um, and then you can download the PDF or uh, browse the web version, which is this an online uh, Google Slides document, um, and I op- update it daily uh, as revisions come in. So, um, yeah, you can just go to that website and download download the uh, the recipes or from or sorry the cookbook from there. All right, I don't want to give myself one last uh, ditch at my two and a half year old prime rib roast uh, uh, stew, but I do know Rocco Agostino quite well from uh, Pizza Libretto and Anateca Social, and I also have a. A Contrera chef in the family who you might be familiar with. Yeah. So I think maybe, maybe I should be allowed to put it in there. And and we'll talk yeah. off air. Nick Chen Yin, it has been a pleasure talking to you. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me again.